0: How we create a life vision, the way you assemble a life vision, the methodology for it, is to simply sit down and ask yourself what you want in every important area of your life. What you want for your physical health, what you want mm. for your love relationship, what you want for your career and financial life, what you want for your parenting, etc. And the amalgamation of those 12 visions will add up to your the totality of your ideal life.
1: This is episode number 104 of The Inspiring Talk with John and Missy Butcher. Welcome, guys, to The Inspiring Talk. My name is Bijay Gautam. I'm your host for the show. Each week, I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. Dear listener, We are coming to an end of 2020 and looking forward to starting fresh with new year. A lot of you must be in the process of reflecting on the past year and setting your goals for 2021. And this episode is going to be about life visioning, where you will learn how exactly you can create vision for the life that you'd like to live, the impact that you'd like to have on the world and the relationships that you would want and more. And to share this with us, I have invited John and Missy Butcher. John and Missy are an amazing couple who have created this extraordinary life for themselves and are helping thousands of people do the same using their powerful program called Lifebook. And what makes Lifebook unique is they look at life design holistically. They help people map their life in 12 different categories that matters the most in your life. They are serial entrepreneurs who have founded 19 companies together and are co-owner of Precious Moments family of companies, which has made over 10 billion in sales and they have traveled over 100 countries. And in their 50s, both John and Missy have one of the most powerful loving relationships one can dream of. In this episode, we discuss the concepts of life designing, how to let go of limiting beliefs about extraordinary life, how to set the clear vision for all that you want in your life, and more. Trust me, this episode is going to fundamentally change the way you look at your life and dreams. And the best part of this is, towards the end, John and Missy offer you to be part of the Lifebook online program with Mind Valley worth $1,250 $1,250 for free. So stay till the end. Now, without further ado, let's welcome John and Missy. John and Missy,
2: thank you so much for being on the show. Thank oh you gosh. so much for having us. It's are, so great to yeah, be here.
3: We're super excited. Thank you so much.
2: It's such a great morning here in Delhi. And thank you for joining us from the Hawaiian island where you are building your New home. Tell us more about that. What what is that all about?
0: Oh my goodness! Well, we bought property here. How long? Ago,
3: almost year? twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, almost twenty yeah. years ago, we bought bought wow. property in Hawaii. Living in Chicago, knowing that that one day we would probably end up. We would here. definitely
3: <laughs> end up
4: here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so we finally decided to pull the trigger on it about um, about three years ago and start moving. Uh, like that that was a big trek, BJ. From you know that was a forty five hundred mile trek across the ocean. Uh, wow. we've been together for 30 years. We had a big, big life in Chicago. So that was one heck of a job. Mm-hmm. And and we just talk. you know, we're, we're just now at the beginning of this building project and it's going to unfold over a lot of years. But we talk about how grateful we are constantly that we pulled the trigger a few years ago, because my God, can you imagine if we wouldn't have done it? Like we couldn't have done it this year. No way. We've mm-hmm. been shut down. Yeah, so Absolutely. we're really
3: yeah. grateful. We're super grateful. And we, we were talking about this earlier before we started we, um, and we'll talk about life vision later but basically John and I are at the beginning of another one of our life visions and this one's a big one because yep. we we're kind of like moving into a new time of our lives. you know our kids are grown. we've got grandkids now. we're, we're starting to like you know want to write books and do art and things like that. so it's a really exciting time for us.
0: And this vision is considerably different than the last yeah. one. The last mm-hmm. 27 years of our relationship has really been about starting companies and traveling the world, and very materialistic with a spiritual vibration to it. Mm-hmm. The next phase of our lives feels very different, more introspective,
4: more of a flip flop, more think.
0: more art than business. Yeah. 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 So, and I think our mm-hmm. best work from this place. So we're super excited to be building a brand new life vision ourselves.
2: That's beautiful, and it's a uh, you said that you are now grandparents to your grandkids, but you guys look like you are just, uh, you know, you just got together, uh, (laughs) a newly married couple. (laughs) Our our oldest granddaughter is
0: 14. So we've been grandparents for a decade and a half. Yeah.
4: Great.
0: We're we're older than we (laughs) (laughs) are.
2: Ooh, awesome. So, I came to know about your work back in uh, 2017 through one of the masterclasses by Mind Valley, And since then, I have been following your work. And I was fascinated by the kind of life that you have created. And uh, obviously, we'll find a lot of people doing great in one area of life or maybe a couple of them. But, you know, when I heard the whole concept of creating a life equally good in all different areas of life, which we'll go in detail later on this conversation. So. Do you think it is possible for everyone to create life of their dreams? If so, then what stops most of us from creating that life?
0: That's a great question. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. It's very, very simple to answer. The reason that most people don't create the life of their dreams is because they have absolutely no idea what that life would look like. They have no conception of what their ideal life would look like if they were firing on cylinders, on all cylinders in every important area of their life. It, it's as simple as that. They've got no vision of what that would be like. And, and you can't have it all unless you know what it. it is. It's as simple as that.
3: Yeah, that's the short answer for sure yeah. and to the point. And it's also, you know, we're, we don't take time to get off of the treadmill. We don't take time away to, to look at the whole existence of our life in one, you know, in like a couple of weeks or something yeah. and really go d- deep and dive in and really think about who you are and what you want. We just don't do that. We're we're just already doing a program when we come out of the gate. So I think that people just don't take the time to do it. That's exactly
0: right. Most people are so covered up with what happened in their lives that Mm -hmm. they've even forgot what their dreams even used to be. Like Most young people have a dream of the person they want to become and the life they want to live when they grow up. But then they get out there into the real world. They get knocked around a little bit. Things go sideways. Everything happens. And over time, a lot of people are just like, you know what, I used to have a dream what I wanted to become, but now I don't think it's going to happen for me. And they just get on this treadmill and they never take the time to think through what kind of a person they want to become and what kind of a life they want to live. And that's a, that's a real tragedy, especially in the 21st century when we're surrounded by so much opportunity.
2: It's interesting that you say, you know, when we are surrounded with all the voices that uh, surrounds us, especially with regards to our dream on, hey, this is what you can be, this is what you can't be. And most of those comes from the belief that the person who is giving that advice and not necessarily something that we got to believe. We have to believe, but, you know, most of us end up believing someone else's belief. And, oh, you know what? This, the dream that I had once or the reason that I had once for my life is probably not something that I can accomplish anymore. And we buy into that because, uh, you know, that's what we are told. So do you believe that this extraordinary life that you call is possible for everyone who is listening to this right now?
4: Absolutely
0: i was going to i was going to answer in a little bit different way but let's hear missy's yeah, answer on this.
3: absolutely i mean the bottom line is you really just need to do the thought work that it takes She's it's right. thoughtful it's contemplative it's yeah. meditative it's going within and really finding out who you are and what what you're all about and and that's really anybody can do that
0: that, that is yeah. that is correct and and here here's the proof of that basically how we create a life vision The way you assemble a life vision, the methodology for it, is to simply sit down and ask yourself what you want in every important area of your life. What you want for your physical health, what you want Mm. for your love relationship, what you want for your career and financial life, what you want for your parenting, etc. And the amalgamation of those 12 visions will add up to your the totality of your ideal life. And then there's a methodology for really, um, for the execution piece, moving toward that life vision that you've created with intention every single day. That's mm-hmm. how you get there.
4: Mm-hmm. And, so- and, and Missy's right. <laughs>
0: Missy's right. Anyone can do it. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Let me just say this. It's simple as this, BJ. You can sit down and think about what you want your physical health to be. You, you can, if you close your eyes for five minutes, you could visualize your ideal body. You could also visualize your ideal love relationship. You could also visualize your ideal career that would lead to financial abundance. You can do each small exercise. And then what that does is it adds up to a profound transformative result, which is a crystal clear vision of the person that you want to become and the life you want to live. And if you don't have a life vision, in the 21st century, you're going to have such a hard time for so many reasons. The first reason is that you don't have a decision-making framework to decide which path to take. If you don't know where you want to end up, you can't know which is the right path to take. It's as simple as that. The second reason is because if you don't have a vision for your own life, someone's going to step in and fill your vision gaps. There are preachers and gurus and corporations and institutions after institutions that are waiting for people that don't know what they want to grab them up and get them enlisted in their vision. You don't want that. And mm-hmm. then the last uh, reason that I think it's just so important to have a life vision in the 21st century is because we live in the most turbulent times in the, in the history of the world, especially intellectually. We're surrounded by so many distractions, so much noise, so much hype, so much craziness, and simultaneously so much friggin' opportunity, more opportunity than any other generation in the history of the human species. The internet will take you anywhere you want to go, but here's the thing, it will not replace you as the driver. You are the one that has to make the decisions how to navigate through, what information you want to consume, what you want to learn, what you want to stay away from. And if you don't have a crystal clear idea of where you want to end up, how are you going to make those decisions? Hmm. You're going to end up somewhere. But it's not going to be somewhere good if you just leave it all to chance. It'll
3: be by default.
0: That's exactly right. And whether
3: whether and you got you know here's the interesting thing about life book. It's it yes it's the system of thought and you go through all these. But really what it does is it brings consciousness. It just simply brings consciousness to all these important areas of life. It kind yeah. of like puts a spotlight in all these little areas of life. It's all one beautiful life. But we hmm. dive deep into these. Yeah, we dissect it and go through these. Because that way you can find if there's any kind of uh, contradictions, and then right. contradictions is, is self sabotage basically when you don't even know it. But if you get in there and you realize, oh, this is this is what I believe about this category. But if you have another, you know, opposing belief in another category, then you can see, oh, this makes so much sense. This is why this doesn't work for me and or has worked it. exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's very common it's alignment. The it's consciousness. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the, the, a, it's a the, profound the,
0: thing. Here's the difference between Lifebook and any other personal development program out there is that the valuable information in Lifebook does not come from us. It comes from you. We're like mm. your You've got the answers inside of you. Yeah. We help yeah. bring them from the inside out. That's right. Every Lifebook is different because it's an empty system that you fill up with your own stuff. And the mm. thing that goes into it transforms your life
2: forever. So what you're basically saying is creating the life vision for ourselves is almost like writing that script of the movie that you want to you know that you are in right now which is called the life and you are writing what you want in all the areas of your life right so what do you want in your career and finance what do you want in your relationship what do you want in your spirituality where do you see yourself uh you know in your health and wellness in another whatever maybe next couple of years or maybe in your life right so is is that what uh, the whole concept of life vision and getting the clarity Means? Like, do you go in depth of what, how do you want to feel? What do you want to have? You go into that state as well?
0: Yes, Yes. very, very deeply. So, so yes, I think you got that exactly right. What we do is we look deeply at 12 different categories of your life and we answer the same four simple questions in each category. Now, they're simple, but they're not easy. Hmm. Let me just say that simple, but not. Hmm. So, I'm going to tell you the 12 categories first, okay? And then I'll ask yeah, so, four questions, and that's the entire life book methodology. Your life book will be made up of the answers to these four questions across the twelve categories of your life. So the twelve categories are: they start out with five personal life categories. These are you separate from the rest of the world. A lot of goals that you'll have require the cooperation of others. It takes two to make a great marriage. If you want a successful career, you have to be dealing with other people, etc. These five categories don't depend on anyone else. They're all you. So here's what they are. The first one is your health and fitness. What your body looks like it's and what your body feels like.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly that's the foundation. The second is your intellectual life. As mm. beings, our minds are our greatest tool of survival and we need to we need to honor them and take care of them. The third category is your emotional life. What are emotions? Where do they come from? How do we leverage them to, to create a great life? The fourth category is your character. What kind of person do you really want to be deep down? And what's that going to look like when it manifests? And then the fifth personal life category is your spiritual life. And that, that, you know, obviously that category asks the great questions of life. Why are we here? You know, all that stuff. So the, those are the first five categories, health and fitness, intellectual, emotional, character, and spiritual. Then we move into three relationship categories beginning with your love life, your love relationship, which is the mm-hmm. foundation of our life. Secondly is parenting. And the third personal life category is your social life, which is incredibly mm-hmm. important. I'll tell you, that one's a sleeper. It used to be mm-hmm. our weakest category. And once we realized how powerful it could be, we've really put a lot of time and energy into it. It's become one of our strongest. And then the next three categories are your financial life. And your career, those are two separate categories, very related, but they must be thought about separately. The strategy must be designed for each one of them separately because we all know about people who have had amazing careers and completely hosed up financial life. Let's see, Mike Tyson made $350 million and was broke. So you can have a great career and a messed up financial life or the other way around. I've seen that too. People that have modest careers that have really done well with their money, and all of a sudden, you know, as they're getting toward retirement age, they're multimillionaires with a friggin', you know, a place in the Caribbean. So you can go either way. And then the last category that we look at is uh, your quality of life, your overall quality of life, which basically comes down to the things, the experiences, and the environments that you want to be surrounded by on a daily basis. Those are 11 categories, and that all adds up to the 12th, which is called life vision. And in life vision, we bring them all together. All your visions for those 11 categories make your life vision. Then that becomes the target of life book. That's what we're going to build. So the four questions are the following that we ask in each of those categories. The first is, is called premise. And that is, what do I believe? A premise is a belief, but it's not just any belief. It's a belief upon which other beliefs are based. So it's a foundational belief. So mm-hmm. what do you think true health and fitness is? What are your beliefs surrounding your health and fitness? You know, a lot of people think, well, since everyone else in my family is overweight, I'm destined to be overweight. Or mm-hmm. since my all my uncles and aunts have had you know kidney problems. I'll probably get that. Those are disempowering beliefs that you really want to let go of if you can. And we so we take a deep deep look at your beliefs.
2: I think oftentimes these uh, beliefs are something that we hold unconsciously or subconsciously on our head. We are not even aware of right. So, so what you also suggest is to have a deep look within yourself to uncover those beliefs with respect to each of those categories. Asking like, hey, what's my belief about health and relationship, health and wellness? What's my belief about relationship? What's my belief about spirituality? And then, so all of this comes from within you and nobody's saying what you believe is, right? So you go on, the, you ask this question to yourself, to maybe, you know, do it in solitude for the, you know, so that you can have those tough question and answer going on with yourself, yeah.
3: Guiding, basically. Exactly. Because a lot of people don't, when, when you ask, well, what do you believe about this? First thing, they're like, I don't know, I've never thought about that. Well, that's what we're going to do. That's what this whole, that's what this system is. It's a thought, it's very, it's very intellectual. But it's also very spiritual. It's, sure, it's very yeah. meditative. It's contemplative. You're definitely going to go. It's it's your it's you're discovering. You're discovering who you are. You're asking yourself what your beliefs are. That's like are basically asking yourself. Believable. It's
0: about asking yourself what your life philosophy is. Yeah. So that's the first question: is what do I believe about this category? Second question is what, with clarity, do I want in this area of my life? What's my ideal situation? with no fuzziness whatsoever. What do I truly want for my health and fitness? What do I truly want for my love relationship? What do I truly want for my financial life? And Uh And that is your vision. For that category. And as we're creating visions for each one of these categories of our life, we have got to muster the courage to ask for what we really want. Because some people are just so covered up with what happened to them in their lives that they just let go of even trying to contemplate what, what an ideal situation would be. So we really encourage people to, to have the courage to ask for what they really want when they're creating a vision. Uh, why don't you say the next the next, one, the next
3: question is purpose. And this is like, this is the most, this is your gas. This is the gas that you put in your gas tank because if you don't have a good purpose, you're not going to get uh, up out of bed and do what you already just said. You said, oh, that's my vision. If you don't have a hot and just passionate reason purpose, a reason to do that, then you're not going to take action. So this is very, very, very important. So your belief is like super important because that controls all of your other decisions. It controls and your behaviors. behaviors. And exactly. The things that show up in your life, yeah. right? And your vision guides that because yeah. that's what you want to do. Well, your purpose puts gas in your fuel tank. Because if you don't have the purpose, why do my why am I going to do it? That's what yeah. I want, but I don't really want it because I don't have a reason for it.
0: There's so, so many cliches that one one of them is a strong enough why will overcome any how, how. If you don't know how to do something, that's less important than knowing why you want it and being absolutely committed to making it happen. You will find out the, wha- the how if you've got a strong enough right. why. So, so that's super a important. super important one. And then the last one is strategy. What do I need to do to get what I want? And, and that's where you literally write down your goals and you write down the best practices that you that's think correct. are going to move you forward in this area of your life. So here are the four questions. What do I believe about this category? What do I want in this area of my life? Why do I want that? And what do I need to do to get it? Mm. You do that for the most important 12 categories of your life. And that is going to be a game changer. It for is you. a game changer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow. I think that's uh, really powerful. And all of these questions start from belief, right? Understanding and identifying our belief. Belief, like what's, what is my belief about this thing? And the last question Kind of ties it up with what I need to do. It's not something that's just identified belief and left it there. But also you are saying, what is my belief? What is my vision? And why do I want to do this? And then you back that up with the action saying that, Hey, what is the strategy that I need to, you know, take to accomplish this goal? Right. So that, that sounds really, yeah. You want to add something there?
0: By the way, we have a, a very deep lifestyle assessment. That our our customers take our, our LifeBook members take it before the LifeBook program, and then they take it after the LifeBook program, and that is what proves the e- efficacy of our program. It gives you a score in each of the twelve categories, and ninety three percent of LifeBook uh, participants see those scores increase in the first six to eight weeks. And the people that don't, a lot of times, BJ, what happens is when you go through the LifeBook program, you really the veil is pulled back over what, as far as what's working and what's not working in your life. And you may see that maybe you need to get out of that relationship. Hmm. Maybe you do need to change jobs and like you've been thinking of for so long. Maybe you do need to make some of these hard choices that you've been shoving under the rug. And that's why we sometimes see, and it's very rare, but we sometimes see a little bit of a dip. But that's a squat before a jump because those people are cleaning up their lives and they're basically. They're clearing the decks so that the new can happen.
3: Yeah, and here's here's another way to say that. So when you go through Lifebook, you get really, really crystal clear on everything you want to do, and you create this vision for your life. So the reason that that happens, what John just described, is because some people come out of Lifebook and they're like, wow. This is where I'm at, mm. and that's where I want to be. And it's like, there's like big, big stuff's got to happen. It's a happen. big gap.
0: It's a big gap. Big
3: stuff's got to happen. And what happens is that stuff, are, it starts happening right. just because you've already yes. become conscious of it. So that's the thing about consciousness. When you become conscious, you can't unknow something. You know it. So now your body, your mind, you're going to start going towards it. So that's what happens. And so after you do this process and really get clear on everything, you start going down this vortex of stepping into your life vision even before you really kind of lift a finger. You're right. Eh? Because that is, the, that is what consciousness does. But if you mm-hmm. have a big jump, if you have a lot from where you are, a big, big area, like we're here, you are going to go way up here. This is my life vision. Then there's going to be a lot of recalibrating for the first six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you may have a dip before you go up.
2: That sounds interesting. So let's say now, you know, for somebody, you know, somebody from the listeners who might be listening to this, Right now, said, "Oh, that sounds fascinating." I'm gonna ask these questions to myself about where do I wanna be, and try and gain as much clarity as I wanna, you know, gain in other things that I do. And uh, you mentioned about belief is one of the things, and I think that's where a lot of us uh, struggle with ease because beliefs is something that's not formed overnight. These are <laughs> formed over the period of time with. At times, some of these beliefs are so deep that it's really hard to get rid of, right? So for the people who might be really struggling with changing their belief, is there anything that you'd like to suggest on how they can go about changing the belief that they can practically use uh, in their life, something that, that you'd like to recommend, something that they can do?
0: Well, you know, not all beliefs are created equal. Mm. Sometimes beliefs are so irrational that were installed in us in childhood that all it takes is consciousness, like Missy said. All it takes is looking at it saying, that's bullshit, that's not right, mm-hmm. right? So here, mm-hmm. he, he, here's one of the biggest negative beliefs that we run up against is in the financial category. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's one mm-hmm. of the biggest beliefs, uh, negative beliefs that people have in financial category. And sometimes all it takes is for you to look at that belief and say, That's wrong, and I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to literally replace it with a belief that I deserve to make good money. If I'm doing good work, if I'm creating value for other people, I should be able to earn a profit proportionate to the value that I create so that I can make my own life better while I'm making other people's lives better. That's how it's supposed to work. So I'm going to let that old-fashioned, outdated, negative belief that's hurting me, it's a disempowering belief, I'm going to let that one go and I'm going to replace it with this guy over here. Now, other times, it's a little bit more difficult to, to root out these bad beliefs. You have to coax them down the stairs.
3: Almost right? like you have to convince yourself. Exactly. You have to convince your subconscious that, you know, and it's through practice. I think a lot of times it's catching yourself. Oh, wait, I'm going down that road that I no longer want to go down. And to me, I feel like that's the most important thing. If you can just catch it, when you're, when you're trying to switch out an old belief for a more empowering belief, Right. And if you start going down a road where you're using that old belief, yep. just if you can catch yourself, that's it's that's it. Pivot, that's the practice. Pivot. That's the practice. You just keep being... 100% income. right. It's really a practice in mindfulness and consciousness and being being as present as you can with all these categories. Not not like all the time, 24-7, but it's, it's really, it's a consciousness act. It's, it's,
0: this, this is a lifestyle system. Yeah. I mean, once you do this for long enough, it just becomes your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You think about your mm-hmm. 12 categories. This methodology becomes how you run your life and it's specifically designed to get you exactly where you want to go.
2: Well, awesome. So now let's say, you know, for somebody who is listening, they say that, okay, now I want to create the life vision. I want to create a crystal clear picture of where I want to be in next, uh, you know, whatever, five years, 10 years, or maybe in the next couple of years. All right. So now let's have created and answered those four questions on what are my beliefs, you know, What's my vision about this particular thing? And why do I want to do this? And uh, what are the strategies that I'm going to use? And let's say people you know, make the note of all the things that they want to do in greater details, right? So so also, is that another thing that you recommend, right? You know, be A specific about the, you know, thing that you want to accomplish? Right? Is it is it important that you get into the details of the, you know, thing that you want to accomplish like to the greater depth?
0: You know, everybody's different. That's the answer to that question. Everybody's different. Some people, BJ come into life book and they write bullet points. They don't write much. That's me. This is like that. Just bam 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 and that's it. Mm-hmm. Other people write essays and they go <laughs> That's me. They go so deep into every little nuance yeah. and every little detail of what that vision looks like. So I think that's a that's a very very personal thing. The point is that you've got to deeply connect emotionally with that vision.
4: Mm. So if you're if a, you're a person,
0: yeah. If you're a person that needs a lot of detail so that you can have a vivid clear picture that you can latch onto, then you got to do that. But if you're a person that can get the gist of it with three or four bullet points and it really resonates with you, then you're fine. So everyone's a little bit different when it comes to that.
3: But I would say with when it comes to life vision it's very important to be as crystal clear as you possibly can before you start building it. And of course, once you step into the, you know, actual building of it, everything changes because you never know what's coming at you once you start poking the universe. (laughs) And so, so I think that's another important point.
2: The next thing that I want to talk about is I want to deep dive into the, out of all those different 12 categories, you know, I want to deep dive into the relationship, Uh, especially because as I, you know, Mentioned in the beginning, like you guys look like a teenager who just got, uh, you know, who, who just uh, fell in love, right? And you are, you have been together for 30 years. Uh, so, what are some of the non negotiables for you both when it comes to relationship, the loving relationship that you have uh, with each other? And maybe what are the things that people can learn from that? What has worked for you guys? Okay,
0: you know, the, the reason that we're able to talk about this is because it's all in our life book. Like, we've defined this in our life book. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, right, we've got all the attributes of our relationship that we want to build. We've got the strategies. We've got the vision. I'd say that one of the most important aspects of our relationship is from the very beginning we put each other first, period. Missy comes first before my career, before my kids, before anything else in my life. And that doesn't mean I love Missy more than my kids. Love is something that you can give it 100% to everybody. You don't have to – giving more here doesn't take less, right? Sure. Um What it means is Missy's needs must be addressed first. She comes first. and she's same with me. She's the same with me. So our kids have grown up in an environment where their parents are so rock solid that that creates a stability, which is one of the most important things we know that kids need for to their emotional development.
3: Yeah, and I mean John and I we've talked about this a lot, obviously. But um our relationship is we we look at it as like the foundation of our family. Like if you're gonna build a house, the first thing that goes down is your foundation. Because if we're not clicking and humming and vibing together. Nothing's good. I mean, you <laughs> can walk into our house and be like, What's going on in here? You know, you just feel the energy. It's not and that's and kids are so Anybody is attuned; it's very attuned to energy. But we we really can we take it seriously. Yeah. And I also think from the inception of Lifebook or when LifeBook came in for us, we had we had a very crazy life, very busy life, and we wanted to have a quiet sanctuary where we were on the same team, where we could always be together, where he's got my back, I've got his back. The well, craziness is out there, mm. the, you know. There, it's us against the world or whatever. But that was always the way we looked at it because we looked out there and we're like this. People in America, when we were like in our 20s, and it was like people aren't happy in their right. relationship. So what's all that about? So we didn't so want to do that. We didn't want to do that. So we did it differently.
0: And I'll tell you another thing that we've really done is we protected our romantic life. We yeah. have absolutely like so we've got we've got a few rules. One is what actually what they are is is their their structured rhythms. Huh. We, we have a daily connection ritual, which mm-hmm. is a be walking around our garden in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Here, it's being on the deck at sunset. And it's where we catch up from the day. We have a weekly overnight date, no matter where we are in the world. And we've done that for for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And and we've lived in 12 different countries. And uh, we've done that despite the difficult circumstances and we've raised together. four.
3: We've raised four kids and three grandkids.
0: Yeah, one we on the way, and, and too. The <laughs> wow. And then we take a trip alone together a couple times a year, short and and look, and work on our life vision, and that's a big deal. Um, at least once a year, yeah. we go somewhere quiet and we just okay. What happened last year? What was great about last year? What what do we what would we sort of like to improve? And then what's this next year going to be going to be about? So we've got quite a few strategies that, I mean, this is the most important thing to us is our love relationship. Mm -hmm. It's the foundation of our businesses. It's the foundation of our family. It's the foundation of of, of, of everything.
2: Wow. So I think I love, uh, you know, having those smaller rituals, even though it seems like, you know, just going for a walk every single day, right? You are essentially connecting with each other and, uh, you know, making that bond stronger and stronger. And a lot of people, you know, kind of getting married and being in the relationship There's always this early kind of a rush and uh, the, the bond. And then eventually they say, Oh, now, you know, it's, this is how it is. It has to tire off after, you know, a couple of months or maybe years of getting married. I mean, it's, it's just the usual. It's just there. Right. And then you fail to kind of um, appreciate the way you did in the early, uh, early life. Right. So I think are these things that you are suggesting for people so that they can continue this fire going on even after 30 years?
0: Well, I'm going to share a little secret (laughs) with you, BJ. We have LifeBook has twelve categories, but we've always had a thirteenth category. All right, Right. category thirteen, and that's basically our sex love life. That this is our this is our our intimacy. It's our sex life, basically. Yeah. So we have really taken that seriously, meaning from the very beginning of our relationship, we decided to explore the deepest possible connection with each other. Yeah. To explore eroticism, to explore sensuality, to go as deep as these two souls can get together, and 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 we're really serious about that, and we've we've been brave, and because you know when you're in that <laughs> when you're in that zone, some stuff is going to work out, and some stuff isn't going to work out. You're yeah. going to be like, ah. And
3: you know, unfortunately, sex has been so yeah. mis mis-, educated, yeah. mis There's a lot of baggage. Oh, lots of baggage. Yeah, there's so much shame and all that. So yeah.
0: So our sex life has been a big part of it. But you know what? It comes down to connection. It yeah. comes down to connection. Sex Relating. is a doorway into connection, right? Communication yeah. okay. is a doorway into connection. Being able to communicate with each other in a way where the other one feels understood and heard and not judged, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've just, we, yeah. we worked so hard on our relationship and it's been the best investment we've ever made.
2: Awesome. Again, as I said, right, it almost feels like somebody who just who just got together and keeping that is definitely something which which I think I haven't come across somebody but the relation that you both of you have is something for, uh, you know, at least for the people, young people like me who are just, uh, you know, who are just getting started with their relationship life, something to look after and say that, you know what, that's the kind of relationship that I want in my life with my partner, right? So, yeah
0: thank you very much you. that's a beautiful compliment and trust yes. me you're, you're right about that you yes. definitely want this if you can if you can make it happen but you know what? because I, there's yeah. no there's no better experience in in our lives you know, we, we don't put our stuff on anybody else but this is this is how we feel this is the most ecstasy this is the most bliss this is the greatest this is the most beautiful expression of being a human being on this planet is when you can connect with another beautiful person so deeply at this Kind
4: of level. Yeah, for
2: sure. So the next thing that I want to talk about is let's say, you know, for somebody who has created the vision for their life or who have envisioned the things that they want to accomplish in their life in the greater details or maybe the pointers that you said, but with the crystal clarity, right? Having that clarity, crystal clear vision for the life and what they want to accomplish. So what happens usually is like, you know, we think about things and, you know, and then we maybe, you know, get into that. And I want to understand this from your personal experience of doing it. Uh, you know, trying to follow your vision or maybe, you know, the one that you are working on right now, right? The life vision that you're working on right now. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, uh, for you as well, there are the times when you kind of get off track or maybe, you know, or you kind of lose the track of what you are doing. And then how do you pull yourself back? And, you know, how do you build that discipline of saying that, oh, I think Missy mentioned a bit, a moment back as well saying that, oh, this is not where I want to be. Like, I want to get back to this, right? So how, you know, people can build that discipline of following through what they have said that I'm going to do with my life and not go off the track?
0: You know, here's the thing, BJ. I don't think that you can live your life without getting off track. That's part of the human condition. We have to expect that. And so we have to have a plan that mitigates that human frailty, right? Mm -hmm. So the bottom line is, what we've learned is, once you get conscious of these 12 categories, and this becomes your lifestyle, focusing on the 12 most important areas of your life, which are committed to getting firing on all cylinders so you can live an extraordinary life that works at a high level in every one of these areas, once you get clear on that, you're still going to have times when you're doing a project at work that is going to take serious time. And during those two months, your health and fitness might slip a little bit. Your love relationship and parenting won't be quite as great as you'd like them to be because it right sacrifices must be made sometimes. But with Lifebook and with a deep connection and a deep vision in each of those 12 categories, nothing ever gets left out or left behind or left a chance. Nothing ever goes too far. You know, okay, look, I've been doing this career thing for the last two months, but geez, look at my parenting score. I got to get my shit yeah. and, and And then you go fix that. And so that's what it is, is that life is cyclical. For instance, we can all relate to this your health and fitness. Mm -hmm. Your health and fitness is cyclical. Sometimes you're killing it, and sometimes you're just a disaster. It is what it is. It's a cyclical thing. So what we try to do is we try to ride the positive waves and make them last as long as we can, and we try to mitigate the negative ones and try to make them last as short as possible. But the point is, with Lifebook, nothing ever gets forgotten. You will eventually get back onto it. i no, to Well,
3: I'll just say, we're, we're crazy entrepreneurs, artists, and we're, you know, if we didn't have Lifebook, we would not, we wouldn't be doing so good. <laughs> we would be I probably scattered. Wouldn't,
0: I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't yeah, for Yeah, I mean, Lifebook.
3: we would be, we would just be, it uh, would be a mess. It, it really keeps us organized and on point. Because like I said, I'm kind of in the beginning. You can't unknow something. So once you just do the work in the six weeks of of just really looking at your life and just writing some things down and getting a little contemplative and, you know, think about yourself and look at your whole life.
2: So it all sounds like, you know, really fascinating for people who are kind of living in an autopilot mode of following the life through the way they want or maybe excelling at one of the two things of the life, saying that, you know, this is what everybody told me to kind of chase and now here are the you know other areas of life that I should look at as well and I think that's how you you know got into this whole journey right so where John you had this panic attack at a board meeting and then who what, what was that and then that's when you kind of said okay let me stop and ask what this is all about and like what are the things that I should take care of in my life and what is that conversation like in between two of you when you had that panic attack and when you were about to get started the journey
0: we know, BJ, that was, that was uh, a lot deeper than just a panic attack. That's when it started. I'd mm. never had a panic attack before, and it happened to me when I was opening a board meeting. It was a horrible experience. And, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of your listeners, because what we learned since then is so many people have experienced this, and they don't talk about it because it's, it's shameful and it's difficult and it's hard. It's so hard awful. It's so painful. But basically it feels like, I mean, you just lose control of yourself. It's as simple as that. You can't see, you can't hear, you can't think. You you just like lose control. And that's horrifying. That's horrifying to it, right? So that happened to me. And then it happened again a few weeks later. And then it happened again on two trips to Europe. Europe, And the bottom line is this, that year when we got back from that second trip to Europe, it just didn't go away. So basically what happened is that that sort of, that it was a panic disorder. It was an anxiety disorder and it turned into full blown agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. I was housebound for two months. I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave my house. It was, it was just crazy. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And during that time, my dad, I mean, I called, uh, like I was the CEO of five companies and I would I, I call everybody and say, I'm not coming in. There's no transition plan. You guys are on your own. Until further notice, I'm looking over the edge of a bad place, (laughs) so I'll call you later. That was was literally what it was. But my dad found two personal development programs for me from watching late-night television. One was called Attacking Anxiety by Lucinda Bassett, where I really learned what anxiety was about, what the anxiety disorder was. And the second was Tony Robbins' Personal Power, which is the first time I'd ever listened to personal development programs. So those two programs helped me immensely. Like I was a disaster. I was a mess. And I felt like those two programs gave me just a little bit of a foothold. It's like, okay, I can see it. I can see a possible path forward here if I can continue this going. And so I started doing personal development programs in earnest. I did everything Nightingale Conant published. And those were the classics. Deepak Chopra, Wayne 90s. Dyer, right? Zig Ziglar, yeah. uh, Brian Tracy the absolute masters of personal development. Yep. So basically the first iteration of my life book was nothing more than notes from those programs. Mm-hmm. And it so important to me BJ is because like, I couldn't go, I was always in danger of like melting down and having a nervous breakdown. If I, if I went out, but mm-hmm. if I took a little black book with me with all my personal development notes and I started feeling like that, I could open them up, read that wisdom Get reconnected to the strength that I felt and be okay. So mm. that's how it started. And then, I
3: wanna, can I add one little thing? Yeah. you also were you were like disgruntled because you were learning all this stuff, but you you weren't like able to implement it into the places you wanted to implement it. Exactly. So that's why you kept keeping all these well, notes.
0: Yeah. So here's what the the first thing that happened was I started this notebook full of personal development notes. <clears throat> the second thing that happened is I asked myself, okay, John. First of all, I don't want to just get better. I don't want to just be okay. I don't want to just be not screwed up. That's not my goal, to be not screwed up. My goal is to have an extraordinary life that works at a high level in every important area. That's what I know I need to do. Because
3: we got to ground zero. We were at zero. Exactly. I'm, kids, I'm like, at okay. the lowest. Yep. May as well shoot for the stars. <laughs> so,
0: so, BJ, the first question I asked myself was, then what are the most important areas that I need to master in Mm -hmm. order to have a partner life. And that's where the 12 categories came from. And then I asked myself, okay, what do I have to do in each of these categories? Well, I have to get clear on what I want. That's my vision. I have to get clear on why I want it because that's my motivation. And I gotta have good strategies to make sure this stuff shows up in my life. And I'm not just reading it and just having a little jacuzzi experience and it feels good in the warm bubbles, but then nothing changes on Monday morning when I go to work. I want this Mm -hmm. stuff to work. So what are my strategies? And then the last thing that I figured out through one of my dear friends, uh, Dr. Patrick Gentempo, is he said, John, it's absolutely wonderful that that your life book contains what you want, why you want it, and what you need to do to get it. But unless you define the beliefs that are controlling your behavior, you could sabotage all of that. So that's when I added premise. And that's how life book was born. It it happened over about a four-year period. And I'm telling you right now, First of all, I don't, I don't know how I would have possibly gotten through that situation without Lifebook. And secondly, Lifebook is the reason, without a question, that Missy and I have created an extraordinary life that's worked at a high level in every important er- area Absolutely. multiple times. And Absolutely. we're getting ready to do a new iteration of that now. And our Lifebook members are experiencing the same thing. This methodology works. It mm-hmm. really does. And we're so happy to, can I sh- to share something about your culture, BJ? We, sure. love we love culture. We love India so much. And I'm a student of history. And the history of India is so different than the history of any other country. Although I will tell you, if you have any recommendations for me, I, I've done a couple history courses on India, but I've never found a great one. If you, if you know of any, send me a link because I'd love to, to really go a little bit deeper. But I've done five or six histories of the world that show India and China and the Middle East and and you know every everything sort of side by side. And I think one of the things that your culture has done such an amazing job with over the last three thousand years is that you you people have been concerned with the great questions of life more than mm. any other people in the world. You yeah. know why are we That's here? True. Where do we come from? Where's mm. the, the spiritual channel? You've done sure. such an amazing job with that. Yeah. And if there's been any weakness, as I look back in history, it's been that there might not have been enough emphasis put on really mastering the physical world. There's been a lot of problems because of that. Well, we in the West, and America in specific, are the opposite of that. We've done an amazing job of defining the material world, how to build Mm. the material world. We're experts. We got all the best practices. We know how to do that, but we're lacking... In the deeper questions, in the spiritual, yeah. right? That's why Missy and I are so incredibly passionate about India. We're so yeah. passionate about India because because we we think that it this combination is perfect. Yeah. We all need to master both the physical world where we live and the spiritual world where we oh. live, right? Yeah. So right, anyway, yeah, I just want
2: to
0: uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, and we are living in such an interesting time. And in one of the guests. Earlier, who is a Ayurvedic doctor, and he has worked with Deepak Chopra in the past as well, and he mentioned the you know similar thing where he said, you know what, right now where West is looking toward East, and East is looking toward West because we wanna we wanna learn the you know material world, we wanna learn the professionalism, we wanna learn uh, about the business and the scaling and things, and yeah. we are thinking from that perspective and. West is now completely said that we are done with this. We want to like you know get the wisdom that you have. Like we do have enough of the material thing, right? Now we want the meditation. We want to learn yoga from you. We want to you know get into the spirituality.
0: <laughs> I love you know? it, and that's exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, we'll see that in the next five years. That is what's yeah. going to happen. I I think India is number one with a bullet
2: right now. Starting from you know having the panic attack to now looking like 26 years old at uh, what I, I'm, I'm supposing that you are in the mid of your 50s right now. And I don't see, a, I, I don't think that, you know, uh, there's a lot of stress in your life because you have learned how to manage that, right? So uh, so is is there something that you like to share with the people who, you know, on a regular basis, you know, have this whole lot of stress? Are there any daily rituals that you want to uh, recommend for people on how you guys personally deal with the stressful situations in your life? Especially, you know, running multiple businesses and doing managing the family and doing all these different areas of life. Obviously, you know, you have created a great life book for yourself, and 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 then uh, defining the clear vision for your life. Obviously, that's there. But are there any daily rituals that you want to share with people, and how you can manage the stress? Totally.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, my my situation was a little bit different because I it wasn't just stress. I was shut down, and so I had to work deep. and B J, mm-hmm. I did. It took me eight years to get over that. Eight years. Yeah. So I did deep psychotherapy with Dr. Nathaniel Brandon, who's one of the greatest psychotherapists of the 20th century. I did NLP, TAT, behavioral modification therapy, probably thousands of hours of biofeedback. And interestingly enough, in year eight, when I was almost there, but not quite, I worked with Dr. Mercola on my, on my nutrition, and the final piece ended up being a nutritional piece. It was literally my brain wasn't getting enough healthy fats, and I changed that in my diet, and it really had a profound effect. So I tried a ton, a ton of things uh, before I finally got out of that deep. But here's what I would tell you about where most most people out there that are experiencing stress are not quite that acute. You can't get worse than being completely shut down and not able to function. So most people are out there. You know, they're functioning, but they're in pain and it's difficult for them. And I just think that one of the most important things you can do is take a deep breath and step off the treadmill for just a day or two, just a moment, and ask yourself, what do I really want out of my life? Life is short. And I'm only here for a short time, right? What kind of a person do I want to be? What kind of experiences do I want to have? What kind of a life do I want to live? Bring some consciousness to it. That is a stress killer. It's a stress killer because lack of clarity is incredibly stressful. Lack of certainty is incredibly stressful. And and one of the things that Lifebook leads to is self-esteem, the experience of being competent to cope with the challenges life is going to throw at you, and the experience of being deserving of happiness. And that's one of the things that, that this program generates once you've done this thinking. And that really is a stress reliever.
3: Nice. Well, I'll I'll share, I'll just share with you some of my sacred choices. Like we were talking earlier about habits. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, PJ, because these are like, they're really small, but they are everything. They're completely profound. And Mm -hmm. it's basically this. If I start the day with just a simple gratitude ritual, a meditation, just even if it's a walk on the beach with our dog and just go down and just be grateful that I live here, be grateful for my body, be grateful for my I don't know where to start. You just start, oh, I am so grateful I'm alive today. I have mm. clean air to breathe, right? It's I think like
2: that's that. so uh, powerful, yeah. Gratitude is a practice that has completely transformed uh, You know the way I look at my own life because oftentimes we take things for granted and not be grateful for things uh, we have. And I was watching at this other, uh, other conversation that you were having where, interestingly, I think one of you mentioned that the life that most of us that we're living right now, at least the people who are listening to this podcast, uh, who have got the phone and access to the internet? They live way better life than kings of you know the yeah. uh, you know the the history, right? So I think uh, yeah, gratitude is, uh, obviously is one thing that has transformed my own life as well. So I think I can't you know stress enough on acknowledging the smaller, tiny things. And oftentimes, what I have realized when it comes to gratitude is people think that you know what? For me to have be grateful, I need bigger things all the time to be grateful for, right? I need to have a uh, you know great house to be grateful for instead of saying that i do just to have a, a roof uh, you know on top of me while you know uh, there are millions of people who don't get food on the table every single day
0: That's exactly right here's what we say about gratitude we say that it behaves completely different than any other emotion it is in a class by itself it is absolutely magic and one of the attributes of gratitude that is just so fascinating and so powerful is that you cannot simultaneously hold gratitude In your emotional body, no matter what it's for, I'm breathing. I'm not sick right now. Whatever. You can just make something up. You cannot simultaneously be grateful deeply for something in your life and have any kind of negativity at the same time.
4: Mm. So if
0: you want to wipe out, if if you're going through a negative situation, now this is hard. It's not easy. Takes friggin' discipline. Takes focus. But if you want to wipe out negative emotions, you can sit there. You can breathe deeply and you can bring up images of what you're grateful for in your life. And if you do that, those negative emotions will not be able to stay. They may come back later, but they will not be able to coexist with those feelings of gratefulness. So it's just crazy powerful.
3: I will add also, especially now with the craziness of just to to lessen stress, don't watch the news. (laughs) Don't watch any, stay off social media. Go out and
4: you know Ma- what I mean? Go on, your, yeah.
3: And you know what? Be with your family and friends, yeah. and hug, yeah. and kiss, and talk, and love each other. Yeah, that's and that's, good. that's good all. Stuff, that's what maybe. we got to do. Good stuff. Yeah,
2: well, I think those are like really simple advice. But now in twenty first century, seems like you know that's such a uh, <laughs> such a uh, you know such a lost advice. Uh, you know, something that we have completely forgotten to.
0: <laughs> this is the last thing that I'll say about you know strategies as is, is we're, we're talking here. And that is, action is the inoculation to overwhelm. Most people are overwhelmed and they're exhausted, right? They're overwhelmed and they're exhausted. They're stuck on the treadmill of their life. They don't even have a minute to breathe. They're they're working sixty hours to make their Lexus payment. And their kids have got to go to. Saturn. it is that whole that whole crazy thing? And when you get completely overwhelmed. What makes that go away is if you can take forceful action. All of a sudden, you are demonstrating competence to cope with the challenges that you're having. But that's difficult unless you know exactly where you want to take your life. Like, where do you put that action? If you have a, if you have a life vision, you have a North Star. All of your energy can be directed at that North Star. I wake up overwhelmed a lot. I've got companies, a lot of companies to work on. We've got big lives, right? And what I do is I take a deep breath and I take a look at my priorities and then I take action and it just completely goes away.
2: Awesome. So I think it's important that you said a while back about how important is it for you to stop, like stop what you're doing right now. And I think that's something that I've done with my life as well. Like I was, you know, going on a career path and uh, hitting the milestones and saying that, oh my God, I'm hitting all these milestones and running and running and running. To one day realize, you know what? Uh, you know, I, I stopped and I asked myself, "Hey, is this really what I want to do in my life? I have been winning, I have been making all this progress, and you know, I have been hitting all these milestones. Is this what I really want to do in my life?" And guess what?
3: What? <laughs> <on>, no. The answer <laughs> was
2: big no. Like I am yeah, running the race exactly. this is not what I wanted.
3: To, not the race I wanted to win.
2: And uh, and that's that's when uh, the whole idea of oh, I don't know what I should do next in my life. And that's how I. Tuned into starting a podcast and let me ask people like John and Missy, how did you figure out what you wanted to do in your life? And then maybe I'll find the blueprint. That's how I got into the oh, whole man. journey.
0: Oh, I'm so excited for you to go through life. You're love oh it. my God, I can't
2: yeah.
4: wait.
0: Wait. And we're going to so, go through with you if we start in January because we're going to go through that program ourselves. We do, we, we, do. we do it every two years because you know your life changes. This is not a one and done thing. This is a tool to keep tabs on your life, to bring consciousness to your life, to take responsibility for your life. So we go through it every 2 to 3 years. Sometimes we do it like
4: 2 Multiple years in a row. We if
0: we've really got to figure out some deep stuff.
2: Awesome. So I'm so excited to be, you know, part of the next life book online that's happening and uh, what I love about this is the fact that you guys are so committed to bring it to everyone and make it accessible, you know, even if people can't afford it right away, right? So, would you like to talk about how First, maybe you want to talk about why is it important for both of you? You are so well off in your life and you do have a business running and stuff like that. Why is it important for you to take life book to so many people and uh, why you want to share it with everyone? Right. The kind of thing that you have created for yourself. And yeah. uh, second, how are you going to make it possible for everybody who is listening to this podcast to be part of the life along with me uh, on the next one that's happening on January?
0: Okay, um I'll tell you why we care about sharing this with the world because we deeply defined our purpose in life about 20 years ago BJ. Our purpose is to create the highest possible quality of life that we can for ourselves and for the people we love. Full stop. That's the and that's not the the end of it. There's a second part, but that that is the first part of it. We've been working for the last 30 years. On basically creating heaven on earth, creating the most amazing love relationship, the best relationship with our children, financial success, career satisfaction, extraordinary levels of health and fitness. What we want to do is create the highest possible quality of life that can be lived on this earth. And that's what our next life vision is, is specifically focused on. And then the second part of that life vision is, and to help others around us do the same to create the highest possible quality of life that we can for ourselves and the people we love and to help others around us do the same and that's what lifebook does it helps others around us do the same so this is the highest expression of our purpose in life that's why it's so important mm-hmm. to us
3: can i add something to that mm-hmm. we also we also have a mission statement to to get a million people through lifebook and have a lifebook why why do we want that well because what we see that happens when you go through Lifebook is that you become a self-actualized, a self-responsible, turned on, finding your path, on your way, person. And if we can have more of those people in the world, the world will be way more yeah. self-responsible, abundant, positive. So that's really the so, big so, deal here. So, so
0: that's our purpose. Yeah. And that's our motivation, right? Um, and so so the offer that we came up with five years ago that's, that's just, you know, turned personal development upside down is our mission is a million people with Lifebook, and we mean that. This is mm. the 19th company that we started, and we did not want another company. We did This was never meant to be a product. We never showed our Lifebook to anyone for the first 15 years. Not a single person saw it. Only when we realized that this could help a lot of people did we decide to consider sharing it with the world which we didn't necessarily want to do but but we decided you know we've been given this gift and we couldn't keep it to ourselves so our mission is a million people with a life book and and the model that we basically came up with is this course was a 1295 dollar course but what we're doing right now is it's 500 dollars for a security deposit it's a six-week course 500 dollars and you've got to promise to finish the program and create your life book. Because if you don't go all the way through this program, it's not going to help you and it's not going to help us I mean, and it's not going to help the world.
4: That's right. Right. So you got
0: to go all the way through. But if you, if you put $500 down, go all the way through the six weeks, finish your life book at the end of this course, you can ask for your money back 100% and we give it to you. So it's, it's full. Wow. Now, at the end of that, we'll also make you an offer to to go into LifeBook Mastery and invite you to continue your journey with us. But if you want to stop there, we'll give you your money back with the biggest hug you've ever gotten and tell you thank you for getting us one person closer to a million people with a LifeBook. And those people are all still in our family Mm -hmm. for sure. Oh yeah. But seventy percent of their people continue their journey with us, and we go to the heights with those people.
2: Wow, that's so that sounds so awesome. And for everybody who's listening saying that you know what probably i i might not be able to buy the program of yeah. paying the 1200 uh, you know dollars then here it is like you know, john and missy making it possible for you guys saying that you know give us 500 dollars again that's something to hold yourself accountable because you know you could just roll out the program and say that just give me your money and i don't care what you do but here you are saying that I care for you guys, and that's why I want you guys to put that money because right, right. I always, yeah. I always uh, believe the biggest accountability that you can have in your life is the accountability of money, right? So when you yeah. keep that money, then <laughs> well, you know. Really,
0: that's interesting in. that you say that because you know what that what that offer has done. That's absolutely unprecedented mm-hmm. in our industry. This is a crazy statistic, DJ, But True. Uh, t- Tony Robbins mm-hmm. actually did this study in the. I think it was in the early 90s, he did a study of how many personal development programs that were purchased were ever finished. The number's 15%.
2: True. Now that's even less percent. with the online and stuff like that. Now it's even less than 10%.
0: Yeah, right. And you know what our completion rate is because of that offer? 85%. So yeah. we are we are five to eight times industry average because we've added that piece of accountability. So we stand by that all day long. You know, if, if you can't really afford... you know, to to leave with us, that's fine. You put it down as a security deposit, that's going to ensure you're going to finish it. And then you can have it back Mm -hmm. with our blessing and our best wishes.
2: Awesome. So I'm definitely going to be part of this. I'll be joining this as well. Uh, And I highly recommend that everybody who is listening to join me on this adventure. Uh, And, uh, you know, we are going to be the part of the same community of, uh, you know, life book. And the good part that I'm you know, extremely excited about is the fact that for this particular one that's starting on January, you guys are going to be doing the coaching call personally. It's not just the recorded online thing.
0: Twice a year, at the very most. So, so we're very excited to do that with your group.
3: Yeah. and like, we're yes. actually going to go through and do yeah, we're going to actually participate. Yeah, we're, we're
0: not just going to teach it; right. we're going to do it. And and what that's so Our cool. Discussions will be amazing. Because because we're going to be sharing, oh my God, here's what happened to me last week when I was going yeah, through this category.
3: That's fun.
2: <laughs> All right. So for anybody who's looking at signing up at this, you just can click on the link on the description or you can simply go to theinspiringtalk.com forward slash life book. That is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash life book. And you can, you know, sign up for that one and I'm going to see you there and I'm sure you guys will be able to see John and Missy as well on one of the coaching calls. And I'm super excited for that one in creating the life vision. This is something that I wanted to get a couple of years back. But again, as I said, I was in the whole thing about, you know, a career transition and stuff like that. I wanted to do this program, but I want the time where I can sit down and, you know, uh, start working on this. And now I think it's uh, there could have been no better time than this, you know, having this conversation with you. Uh, and
0: I mean, and the, the year is the best time yeah. to do life book, no doubt about it. This, this will make twenty twenty one the best year of your life.
2: Too. Awesome, and I'm so glad uh, you know to have you guys here share what the whole life vision is all about, how you can go about creating that life vision for yourself, and how the the whole principle behind the life book and uh, how it can transform uh, you know people's life. The people who are listening to this, it's uh it's great to have you have both of you here. So any last piece of advice that you'd like to leave our audience with. Again, there is a, one last question that I want to ask you. But before that, is there anything that you that we haven't discussed so far about creating the life vision that you'd like to uh, you know, share with our audience?
0: Well, you know, I'll, I'll say something that we, we, we say to our members. Missy and I will never give you bad advice if we don't know that something's going to work or not work, we're, we, we're not going to say it. We're not those people. But one thing that I will promise you is this, if you decide to join this group and go through this course, it will transform your life forever. It'll Mm -hmm. take you to the next level and it'll set the stage for wherever you want to go from that point. However much, however committed you are, however far you want to go, this will be a catalyst that will start you down that road. And we'd love to have you join us.
3: Totally. We would love that. And remember, this is anyone can do this. You can do this everybody can do this. It's just it's literally just going inside and asking yourself questions and thinking and then there's this beautiful community of people just like John and Lai. we are part of the community. We're just members in our own community and everybody share. It's it's absolutely beautiful. We would love to have you guys go through mm-hmm. us and I'm so with us and I'm so excited that you're going to go through with us too. Mm-hmm. That's great.
2: Yeah. Awesome. So, see so here's the last question and I want both of you to answer this separately. So imagine this, you are standing on a stadium and uh, this one is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world and uh, there are millions of people on that stadium eagerly, passionately waiting to you know listen to what you have to say. and you have been given only one minute of the time to share. <laughs> the most important lesson that you have learned in your life, what would be your message? And I want t- both of you to, you know, share your message, you know, to, to these millions of people who are listening to you based on the life and the experience that you have had in your life.
3: Well, the first thing that came to my mind, and I mean, that's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. I, hold on, okay, on a second. Right? I'm going to say that's <laughs>
0: the biggest question we've ever been asked on a podcast. <laughs>
3: totally. Okay. I, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is a quote by, um, can you please say this quote for me?
0: Marcus but Aurelius. yes. But okay, hold serious. on. I, I just got to say this real quick, BJ. Okay. Her answer is exactly what my answer was going to be. <laughs> she just asked me for the quote that I was going to say. That's so, how we roll. So baby. we're going to answer together. And here's oh. what it is it's a quote by Marcus Aurelius, who was uh, an emperor of Rome in about 100 AD uh, during a time when the world was at peace for 100 years, an unprecedented time, a Stoic philosopher. Just quote machine this guy. And, and the quote is the following. And I'm paraphrasing because it was in Latin, but this is, this is accurate. If you're upset by something, know that it's not the thing itself that is upsetting you, but your assessment of the thing. It's how you're processing it. And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. In other words, the universe is mental. It's not about what happens to you. It's about the meaning that you attach inside of your body that happens to you. Now, this is not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. When, when when, you're angry and pissed off and upset, you want to be that way. You want to stay. You want to be that way. This quote says, you never have to be that way. It's not the thing itself that's upsetting you. It's how you're processing it. Sit down and process it better, and you will be over that. That's a magic, magic formula, magic. super high level. What do you have to say it's, about that? It's sweetie?
3: basically, what it is, is it's a perspective shift. Yes. Instead of thinking, all these things that are coming at me in the world are just in my, they're, they're here to get me or they're here to cause me problems, as opposed to, wow, look at all these opportunities I have to grow and learn and become the person I want to become. The universe is just giving me. These obstacle courses for me to like completely become the superhuman that I want to be. So it's literally, if you can shift from a negative or a, oh my gosh, fear, there's, they're coming at me. There's things that are out there that I, their challenges, their failures, their struggles to everything out there is beautiful. We live in a benevolent universe and I am cared for and I am going to come at this as I can't make a mistake. I mean, yeah, if you sit in front of a bus, you made a mistake. You know, if you, if you get run over. But the point is, it's it's a perspective shift. It's almost like just a
0: higher. It's a higher yeah, vision,
3: exactly. a, of
0: your life. And 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 Missy and I just just believe as deeply as you can possibly believe it that everybody has the ability to get out of the passenger seat of their life mm-hmm. and get into the driver's seat of their life. Mm-hmm. That's what we were put here to do. We were put here to exercise control over our own existence. That's what we need. Our families need. The world needs for us all to step up into our highest self. And every one of us has immense power inside of us. Unfortunately, we're not taught that. So that that would be. I, I don't I know. If, I thing. don't know if we did that right. I going to say one oh, more thing. No.
2: Okay. Awesome. It has been a you know it's it's been a phenomenal phenomenal conversation having you uh, here, John and Missy. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate that.
0: We had so much fun. Thank you so much. Thanks
3: for having us. We really enjoyed it.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Inspiring Talk. I hope you enjoyed listening to John and Missy. You can sign up for Lifebook online by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash Lifebook. That is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash Lifebook. When you sign up using the link, you will get 100% refund on your $500 accountability fee when you complete the program. is John and Missy mentioned, Lifebook helps you map out your life in every major category in your life and why settle for one thing when you can have it all. There could be no better time to join Lifebook as John and Missy will be joining participants of this batch on live calls helping and guiding you and I promise you that this is going to be the transformational experience for you. Sign up using theinspiringtalk.com forward slash You will find the link in the description of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.